Welcome to the craze in 10 or less. This is the show where I give it to you in 10 minutes or under. And if I don't. That's because the content is too good. Anyway. Why is a 24 page book. Priced differently at that table versus this table versus that table. That's the topic of the day. I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. Stop acting up. Let's get it. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. So, pricing, pricing, pricing. It seems to keep coming up from con to con to con to con. You're like, yo, what, how should I price my books? Why is it that his book is a 24-page book? But he's priced at $20 and he has a 24 page book and he's priced at $15 and she has a 24 page book and she's priced at 10. But I'm only priced at five. But they're buying that one and that one. Don't they know I'm the cheapest in the game? Say what? Yo, slow down, Oklahoma. I'll tell you why. It's complicated. It's not as easy as it sounds. But I'm glad you asked the question. We're going to talk about it. You and me. There's nobody else around, so they're not going to know. So this is our secret. We're going to navigate this space. We're going to come up with what works for us best, right? And at the end, you're going to feel good. And he's like, yeah, I got a good plan in place, right? So pricing has always been complicated because the secret to pricing is the consumer, right? They will determine the value of your book. Claim Simple. I just gave you the end of the story in the beginning of the show. But in order for you to understand content and context, you need to stick around and let's chat a little bit. So, it's always been something that we've talked about. I've been to dinners with other creators about pricing. I've been on shows about pricing. I've talked offline about pricing, right? So it's all a matter of of taste. At the end of the day, the consumer is going to determine the value of your product. They're either going to agree with your pricing or they're not going to agree with your pricing. You can only control your output, right? So my pricing strategy is my audience is a broad audience. I'm targeting the family. I'm targeting the moms. I'm targeting the the, the people who love comedy. It's a niche market, right? And um, it's something where I understand that if a mom's coming over to the table with kids, she has a budget. She's very specific about how much she's going to spend, right? So I have to be I have to be both compelling, appealing, and um, price efficient for that wallet. So for me, I stick with the industry standard, right? The $5. I stick with the $5 at a convention, Right, because at the convention, I don't have to pay for supplies and shipping and all that other stuff. Right, so at a convention, I price my books at five dollars that are not variants. There's a difference between variants. I'm just talking about standard covers, whatever. Here's the reasons why I do it this way. And let's take away recognized known industry players off this conversation. They might be in independence, but they've already established a, a foundation. We're going to talk about guys like you and me, guys and gals like you and me, where we're, we're just in the game and we don't have 
national recognition. We haven't worked for major established businesses, right? We're just building our own brand through the old way of doing things, the hustle, you know, the, the grind, the sweat equity, all those things. So let's, we're going to keep it there. We're going to keep the playing field even. It's you and me and Joe Dupree, whatever. So we're on the even playing field. So how do I know to, if my price is going to impact versus your price and how the impact is going to have? I know my audience. I know who I'm targeting with a standard cover. $5. That's it. But... Genre also plays a part in pricing. Specifically, everybody knows that if you show a little skin, your price just went up. If you have anything that's scantily clad, your price just went up. Right? Because there's a lot of, um, you know, emotions going on in the industry and people love that taboo stuff. They want to see that stuff. I don't cater to that audience. That's not my audience, and I'm not going to sell out to cater to that audience. I'm not saying that you have because you did it, but that's just not my market. Because for me, it's bigger than just that. There's a there's a long-lasting implication on that market that I just won't get into because this is a comic show. And I just won't feed into that environment, right? But if you're doing that, you're going your price goes up because people are willing to play because pay because they're they're, they're they feel like they're going to get some taboo stuff and they're going to get some extra stuff and the blood's going to flow in the whole bit. All right, whatever. So genre plays a part in pricing. That's one. Quality plays another price part in pricing, right? The quality of your content, right? That's another one. So if you have a fire, your, 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 your cover's fire, your interior's a fire, people are like, all right, I'll pay, I'll pay that, that price, that cover price. That's another one. So you got genre, right? And you got the quality of the work. So what else plays along into how you price your books? Right? It goes back to life experiences and what I what I what I appeal to, what I cater to, what I like. And so I can tell you right now, I can go from table to table to table to table and see some top-notch quality stuff. My taste, while I appreciate the work that I'm seeing, I might gravitate to this guy over here, right? And it could be the genre. It could be the topic. Um, it could be the artwork. Sometimes I pick the books where the artwork was not as at the level as where it should be, but I thought it was appealing enough for me to you know, be captivated. Maybe it was the pitch, right? Maybe it was the conversation, right? Maybe it was the story, the plot, right? So there's a lot of elements that plays a part into it. Uh, it's always a risk. So how I gauge my audience, I have variant covers. So I, I, I really put a lot thought of into my variant covers and they're usually um, pop culture specific, like duty, you know, first flush, uh, um, first flush was the issue number one, right? So I did a Rambo-ish duty first flush, like first blood, right? And so I priced that at $10, right? And I have no problem moving that cover at all, right? I have duty, you know, the matrix cover where duty's Neo when he's in the air. I have the same thing, $10. I have no price moving that. 
I have the limited edition with a certificate of authenticity. Uh, authenticity. There's only a hundred um, um, printed. I'm not printing that cover again with a certificate. Um, but it's number one through one hundred. I sold those for twenty bucks. Never had a problem moving that. Right. Uh, so the five dollars for me, it's really I'm building an audience. I'm cultivating an audience, and and it works for me. I, I'm I'm good with that five dollars, um, and. The goal is that they just don't stick with that issue, that they pick up all the issues or they pick up the variants or they pick up the the other stuff like the prints and the keychains and the right. So that's that's my method to my madness. I bring them in and I offer an absorbent amount of, of product that's tailored to one specific character to drive that product. Um, but I've sat next to guys and gals that their prices are over the top. A lot of them have uh, capitalized on what's trending today. So when they pr- they're giving recognizable characters, recognizable art um, to an audience that's really eating it up at the time. So that's what they're doing. They're capitalizing on trends. Um, and so you just have to figure out what works for you. There is no right or wrong when it comes to pricing. Um, it's just really understanding the consumer and who your audience is. Uh, I feel like I give an even, even playing field um, uh, for all wallets, and that's basically what I'm looking for. You know, I consider <clears throat> myself to be like a KB Toys, right? So there was Toys R Us and there was KB Toys. KB Toys I used to go to because that same Spawn figure at Toys R Us for $9.99 or $19.99, I would get it at KB's for $5.99, $6.99, right? Um, and so I got the same figure at a value that works for my wallet. So for me, if, if I'm a consumer, I'm going to get that comic book for the value that I'm able to um, um, pay. So think about all those things. Don't worry about how Jimmy is priced at 20 bucks and he's killing it, right? Because Jimmy's offering something different. And he's really honed in on who his audience is and they're not complaining so don't you complain don't worry about that figure out what works for you i'm good at my price levels right there are some things i won't um compromise like with original art but i still feel like i try to be competitive so what i do so here's what i I would suggest here's my recommend here's the caveat here's the nugget here's that thing go to shows and go from table to table and table to table and price engage, write down, take a notepad, engage. How much is he pricing this 24-page book versus this person? And, and, and get 20. 20 tables, you're going to get a mixture of pricing. Do the same thing for stickers, for buttons, for original art, dimensions. Well, how, well, how big is that art piece? Is it a small piece? Sketch cards, all that stuff. Then go back and say, what am I producing? Because some of the quality levels might be top-notch and you might not be there, right? So you're not going to be able to compete. So that's just being honest, right? So where's the happy... So look for people in your field with your style, similar styles, right? And see how they're pricing and see who they're... But don't go to mainstream, guys. Stick with people like you, right? And so... And then get those pricings and then see where do you fit in the scope of things. And then stand tall with your pricing, right? You have to adjust. I've been at events where that first day... Um, I'm not moving product as much as I felt like I should. So I adjusted some pricing or I added some sort of packages, um, special package discounts, and then boom, fire, right? I adjusted to the market. 
right? So I'll do like a package deal. If you get the first five issues, I'll throw in this print, right? And people are like, oh, okay, I'll take that. Boom, right? So the price didn't change of the cover of the book. I'll never reduce the $5 price to lower than that. That's just not going to happen. But what I did was I said, hey, get all five and you'll get this print. All right, cool. I'm good. Or get, you know what? And all I'll do is in the next three hours, anybody who buys the first five issues will get a sketch card. Boom. You tell me the character you want me to draw and I'll draw it. What? Right? So you got to play around a little bit when it comes to pricing. It's not a determination on of you. It's basically a matter of taste for the consumer or if they feel that the value justifies them spending or investing in that product. Right? The price point that you put. Um, I'm going to sit there as a consumer and say... Is that, in my eyes, worth 20 bucks? If I'm not into scantily clad books, it's definitely not worth it. Because I'm not into it, right? Um, but if I'm into, um, you know, things like uh, Calvin and Hobbes, I love that art style. I love the work. I might be paying that. Bone, you know, Jeff Smith, right? You know, Hero Bear and the Kid, right? All these artists that appeal to me and my, my taste, I might be paying that that premium because I want that. So, again, do your homework. Go out to the, to the conventions. Engage it. Um, look for co- uh, similarities. And then figure out your pricing. But don't get uh, caught up on whether or not um, it's a measurement of you. Um, it's just where you fit in the scheme of things. Right? I hope that answers a lot of your questions. If you like this episode, give me a thumbs up. If you have any um, learnings, from pricing, put it in the comments, let me know, um, and we'll talk about it. Hey, are you an artist? Do you think you could draw duty? Prove it. If you think you could draw duty, prove it. I'm hosting a contest up to August 1st. That's the deadline to submit your submission of duty. And the caveat it is duty and one of the characters from the series in a dramatic comedic scene. Draw that, submit it by in any form except the AI. You can't use AI. Um, any form of, except for AI submitted by the first with a chance to win $100 plus four free ads on Cast of Craze podcast plus an uninterrupted one hour interview with you and your career path. Plus, you get featured in issue number six of There's an Alien on My Toilet um, with your mugshot and the art and a bio about you. Plus, on DutiesWorld.com, the same bio and information about you with links directing traffic to you. Oh, man, I'm giving the world away just to prove that you can draw duty. You said you can. A lot of people have tried, really haven't captured the essence of duty. Are you going to be the one to capture it? Are you going to be the one? So go to dutiesworld.com today. Hit that link. Read the description. Follow it to the letter. Send the email of your uh, submission to contactacastacraze.com for a chance to win some major prizes. Anyway, with that said... I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. This is the Crazy 10 or less. You guys have a blessed day. Peace.